0: I've been up and down Lassen Peak a number of times in my life. And I'm not going to be able to remember how many. It goes back a long ways, having grown up here. Excuse me. However, in the midst of a very brief rest, whilst climbing said peak, I calculated that it must be at least 35 years since since I last climbed that mountain. And I use the word climb with deliberation, for though it is not a very tall peak nor a very strenuous climb by mountaineering standards, it is 2,000 feet up in two and a half miles. Let me tell you, any of you over 30, you'd feel it. As a teenager, though, I felt it far less than I did yesterday. And on the way down, as I passed hikers going up, "Hey, how you doing?" "Hey, yeah, great." And they'd say, "How you doing?" And I'd say, "Much better." Going this direction. As our bodies age, the ease with which we do such feats diminishes. Yes, we know people in amazing shape that do such things, like. When in my 20s, my sister and cousin and I went hiking in the mountains of Switzerland, we were doing just fine, thank you, on switchbacks that looked amazingly like yesterday's, only surrounded with green. When a rather older man, perhaps my age now, politely let us know he was coming through on his morning jog from behind. And I kid you not, he was jogging. And even then I went, what are you doing? Yet this man was and is the exception. Yes, we also had a young couple in their 30s probably who ran up and down the mountain yesterday and everyone was disgusted with it. But out of the hundred or so people we saw on the trail, they were definitely the only people running. The rule is generally entropy or perhaps Atrophy is a better term. Essentially, none of us is getting younger physically. As humans, physical death is still, until the end of the age and the general resurrection, a part of our life. Our spiritual life, however, works differently. We started the Christian life as babes. Reborn by the Spirit of God in our baptism, just as we came from our mother's wombs in our physical birth. Can't do much for ourselves. Have to learn the basics. The spiritual reality, however, is that we can grow and become stronger and stronger the longer we live. Unlike the physical reality, which my hips and upper legs are reminding me of every time I move this morning. Let's note a few things from our lessons appointed for today about this spiritual life we are called to live and grow in. I want to look particularly at two phrases in our epistle starting at the second part of verse 13. If by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are; these are the sons of God. There is a never-ending discussion about how we most effectively grow in our spiritual lives. But the reality of working with the Holy Spirit is definitely an important part of that discussion. If we put to death the deeds of the body... In other words, if we purge our hearts of sin, if we kill the old man, to use St. Paul's phrase, if we effectively stop the choices we make based on our appetites and our passions, if we do this, then we will live. The Christian life is about purgation of sin and a sanctification of our souls and, yes, bodies, a process of theosis, as the East would say, what we call union with Christ in the West. This sounds very positive, but we must be honest and note the tail end of verse 17 of our epistle lesson. St. Paul notes that we are part of the family of God, heirs to the kingdom with Christ. Indeed, we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together. The life of the Christian, I hate to say it in this pop Christian contemporary world, the life of the Christian is bound to include suffering. The suffering comes in different degrees and qualities or kinds. But the rule seems to be quite clear that Christians will suffer on their journey to union with Christ. So let's summarize. The Christian life involves killing our old man or purging our sin. No easy feat. And it involves suffering. Why again do people join the church? It's in that phrase from verse 13. You will live. It's also in the bit between the quotes I gave. You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. We all desperately want the spiritual connection to our Creator, the mystical union that the church has described throughout the centuries. We ought not to be surprised, given the reality of the creation and how God designed it, that people are willing to suffer for that connection to the Creator. That connection goes beyond the physical and mental and emotional. Jesus said, Take my yoke upon you, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He didn't say that you would never suffer, nor that you will never have hard work. Many of the teenage boys equate those two. Jesus promises us, however, his peace, his joy, and his contentment. You will find rest for your souls. One more issue concerning our spiritual lives, climbing up the mountain, called by some in English literature, Weary All, now known as Wirral Hill in Salisbury. But the old literature has it, Weary All. The Christian life can be a wearying life. Our gospel lesson warns us right at the first beware of false prophets who come in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. As we are about this suffering and hard work of amending our lives and shaping our lives into the shape of our Lord Christ, Be aware that not everyone is exactly who they appear to be. There are many in the church in America today, yes, even leaders, who are out for their own glory, their own satisfaction, their own power and control. Let's be honest, quite often that is our motivation in our daily lives more often than we'd like to admit That's the problem of that sin that we're supposed to purge. So be prepared to climb the mountain and to suffer. There were times yesterday that I was pretty sure I was suffering unto death. And remember to watch out for those that are not going to lead you to Christ at the summit, but rather will lead you to another path and will take you down the easy road. And yes, I was looking for that path and even contemplated turning around. For if we are faithful, this climb, though difficult, will become in some ways easier, less traumatic and stressful as we are being led by Christ's Spirit. Lean on the Holy Spirit within you on the way and work hard at your spiritual life day by day, moment by moment, for Christ has called us to his rest for our souls. Come to the table this morning, brothers and sisters, and find that rest and peace... Remember that St. Paul tells us that in this way, in this often difficult and challenging climb and life of work, my friends, you will live. Amen.